Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 88. Mark, how are you on, are we going back to winter? Are we, no, are we, no, 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 it's, it's just, it's you know, truly it's truly spring. A, yeah, it's, it's truly spring. It's gray out there, yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, but I, I love, um, I, I love this time of year. Um, and I love the rains um, because they wash away all that this salt is and the snow. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, and it's like an, an ablation, so, or ablution. Do you, do you think that we can tie what's happening with the weather potentially to what's happening with the real estate market and the news that happened yesterday? The rains potentially have begun wow. to wash away. This is why I did that for 20 years. That is a tie-in. Wow. That is a tie-in. Um, yeah, yes. Unplanned, um, <laughs> by the way. Completely improv. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there really is. I mean, there really is a washing away of sort of, um, you know, um, the, the the ugliness yeah. of, of of the past, you know, and it, it really is all about new beginnings. And I do think that yesterday was a new beginning, and we'll probably get into that in just a yep. short bit. Yep. Yeah, we'll dive into all that. Do not worry. Um, also, uh, the importance of listing at a proper number, and if you're a seller, taking the proper advice when it comes. Oh, there we to go. To what the list oh, price yeah, should be. I love that. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on that, and then I also saw an I article. That yeah, go ahead. Do, do, do you have just like more horrible celebrity real estate to talk about? Oh, of course. Um, okay. I have an update actually. Oh, okay. All right, I great. Have, okay. I I want uh, just put this in the back of your mind okay. for for later here in the podcast. Okay. We'll wrap up with this part of it. But I want to know what you would do, or at least how you would feel if you were the real estate agent for Ben Affleck. And, oh, and Jayla. And Jayla. I would. I would just. I I can tell you right now. We don't have to wait till the end. I would just. <laughs> I would just grin and bear it. I would just like, yeah, I would yeah. just like, yep. I would be perfectly fine. Did you see the last? Ultimately, ultimately, they're going to end up buying like a $30, $35 million property. Sure, sure So sure. you know what? If it takes me six months or a year to you know, help them find a place, that's a-okay by me. But the emotional roller coaster that they must be on right now. J- uh, the, the agent or oh, J-Lo yeah. and Ben? Well, both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that, That's yes. fine. Um, you, all, all for it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For a, for a cool forty million dollars sale. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I think I could endure whatever it is that we're yeah. going to throw my way. Yeah. Um. So yes, we'll get to all that. Let's jump in and get a market update here as far as the number of listings. More of the same, Mark. Um, okay. Last week, three sixty four was the number for single family active listings in Monroe County. We are now at three sixty eight. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Again, we saw. I, 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 I'm so embarrassed because my response every week <laughs> is wow. For, for, the, for the past nine months, it's the exact same stupid. We're like, wow. Like, I, I, yeah. Well, there's nothing else to say. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, we did see, you know, small, you know, increases over the past, you know, several weeks. But for the past two, it's been pretty minimal and we're kind right, of sticking right, at this right. spot. Um, same goes for the six county region. 620 last week, up to 630 yeah. this week. Um, it's 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 just it's just insane. Actually, um, a couple of things in terms of a segue. One, uh, the, the, there continues to be obviously no product out there. There was an article that I saw a few days ago. I think I might have even sent it to you. Oh yes, uh, yeah. The, this the, is a staggering the nation mm-hmm. is shy. Is short six point five million housing units. Wow. We need to build six point five million more housing units. If you're a builder, get out there. Yeah. Um I'm I'm talking to you, Mike. I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> Um, I won't mention any last names or the company, but uh, oh my God, yeah. Um so that's one six million. Six point five million, exactly. Two, uh, another like staggering statistic, uh that is that there are still fewer than one million properties 
on the market for sale, existing homes on the market for sale. Uh, we're at 980,000 uh, single family homes on the market for sale. Uh, it, it, it's still historic lows. Three, this, what it is that we're experiencing here is even worse than what is going on nationwide. The reason I know that is because I got a call this morning from Bloomberg News. Oh, who, they, really? Yeah, they're like, okay, things are really, really tight there, aren't they? You want to talk for a few minutes? Like, absolutely. Sure. sure. So, um, so I had a nice conversation with Bloomberg News. That article will probably be coming out in the next few days talking about how difficult and how tight this market is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at that. Look at that. Big time in it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, you'll see me on CNN uh, yeah, any day now, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> um, some, some positive news regarding home building, just to give, again, the sprinkle in a glimmer of hope here. Single-family home building and permits for future construction rebounded in February. We did get, the, we get, did get those numbers. That's good. So that hopes uh, to, to maybe offer a little bit of stabilization here. And home builder confidence also improved for the third straight month. So, what was it, like 44 or something? Yeah. The rise to 44? Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's despite high construction costs. Yes. So... We need more, though. Six yeah, and, and, six and a half million high, more. I think those high construction costs really are more labor uh, at, at this point in time than anything. Sure. Um, because the, the, the lumber just continues. I mean, lumber has really, really come down significantly over the course of the past year. So anyway. Let's talk about the biggest story at hand, though. Happened uh, yesterday, as we record here on a Thursday. Happened we, we, yesterday. We, we need sound effects. You think? Yeah, we really do. Can you work on that? You're, okay. You're, you're, you're the guy who's got what, radio background. What's your idea here as far as uh, when we talk like, about Jerome Powell? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, just in general, like, it should have been, that statement should have been heralded with, like, you know, uh, a, a trumpet uh, oh, okay. a blow of some sort. Oh, yes, I, yeah. I was assuming you wanted to go, like, the... Uh, the song from Star Wars that for the Empire, just every time he meets, you know, ring the ring the, the bells or some kind oh, of yeah, we, we Game can, of we Thrones esque. Whatever yeah. it is you want to bring our way, I know it'll okay. be awesome. So yeah, okay. um, so you want to dive in? Um, yeah. So yesterday, um, again, we were anticipating either a zero percent increase or a quarter percent increase, and uh, the Fed gave us that quarter percent increase. Right. Right. Which was. And did you see what happened to the Dow yesterday? Um, the, the, the three major indices? Uh, it was a red arrow pointing down. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. what I, I saw a lot of, P- yeah. Pretty, pretty significantly. Um, Again, don't check your stocks. Don't check your 401k. <laughs> the, the announcement was made, and uh, stocks remained more or less flat until um, in, that was in response to the initial um, uh, statement, which was, that uh, the federal fund rate was going up by a quarter of a point. But then um, as the press conference uh, proceeded and people were able to really sort of like dive into what it is that he had to say, what it is that Chairman Powell had to say, all, you know, all of a sudden the indices were down, you know, a, a 1.5%, 1.8%, that kind of thing. Um, but I, I look at all this optimistically. Okay. Well, we do know that whenever bad things happen, it's good for the real estate industry. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that, that is that is so funny. And, and I, I've, I've referenced that several times. We've talked about that several times, which is what is seemingly bad for the real estate industry turns out to be good for the general economy. And what is bad for the general economy seems to be good for the real estate industry. So um, in part, uh, the, the, the 25 uh, BIPs increase uh, that, that took place yesterday, um, it's a signal that the Federal Reserve is more concerned about fighting inflation than it is the uh, the strength of the viability of the U.S. banking system. Sure. So, so it, it it was it, it it was a vote of confidence in some ways. Um, you know, one could look at it that way. Others could say, well, you know, uh, may, maybe not. It'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, the U.S. banking system. Whether or not there are going to be uh, further uh, uh, regional banks that go under. Sure. But I'm really excited about what happened yesterday because 
at some point in time in the future, everybody looks back and says, ah, historically, I see that the date that things started to turn around was, and there's a date you can circle on the calendar. I think the real estate industry starts to turn around um, as a result of what happened yesterday, specifically because the underlying news from my perspective, the, the, big, the big news story was Jerome Powell indicating that he's passing the baton, handing it off uh, to uh, tightened uh, in greater scrutiny in terms of lending standards. So he stated that interest rates are probably not going to continue to go up, which was great news for us. Yeah, huge. Because that means that you know, we finally have probably seen uh, that point uh, where... We're on rock bottom. Are, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and instead, the Federal Reserve and the FOMC, the Federal Open Market Committee, is stating that they're going or, or indicating they're going to allow increased lending standards to, uh, to, to do the work that the Federal Reserve has been doing, uh, meaning that if it's diff- more difficult for uh, a small business owner or a consumer to get a loan for a house or to get a loan for a car or for a small business to hire more people, uh, the less activity, the more it is that uh, the rate of inflation is going to start yeah. to tick downward. You can't spend money you don't have. Yes, exactly. So so as, as the rate of inflation is ticking downward, that's going to uh, cause the 10-year uh, treasury to continue to drop. As the 10-year treasury uh, drops, that means that mortgage rates will come down and we find ourselves probably, although although the road has been a little more bumpy and perhaps a little more circuitous, we probably find ourselves today thinking about the future. Um, we find we find ourselves thinking about the future, um, thinking that maybe by the end of this year, interest rates for mortgages uh, will be at five and a half percent. And if you look back at the worst mortgage rates were taking place six months ago. If the, if the worst in terms of the rate of inflation was nine months ago, and if yesterday was the nadir, if, if it was the rock bottom, well, let's think back, or let's think forward six, nine months. The beginning part of the year, I think the, uh, the real estate market will, will have recovered. So, and then, not, not recovered. We will be back on the road to recovery. Stab- we'll stabilize. Yeah, yes. It will, it will, thank you. That we will stabilize and we will start selling real estate again. So what you're saying is our original prediction for the year, way back when, is, is correct. We were right. <laughs> I think that's to sum it all up. We were uh, right. Uh, yeah, or or we were we were just very very lucky. It was so, a roundabout way to get to it. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, but nobody thought that the way to get to our original no. proje- projection was as a result of SVB Silicon Valley Bank um, imploding, as a result of Signature Bank Bank imploding, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody thought that was going to well, be no. the route. But but and I think I said this last week, and I just love this. You know, the, the saying on Wall Street is when it is that the Federal Reserve slams on the brakes, somebody ends up flying through the windshield, and indeed. It was Signature Bank, and it was SVB, and if there's got to be casualty along the way, mm-hmm. well, so be it. I mean, you know, but but it's for the good of the of the greater economy. Yeah, um, again, it's crazy to think just two weeks ago how dire things seemed, and now because of this, there's once again optimism. Yeah, and it's yes. also unfortunate for two podcast episodes ago, where the title of the podcast was that our projection for the rest of the year had changed. So now I've got to rescind that and say, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Everybody, I mean, it, it really, you know, it, it's the market is so schizophrenic, and unless you're paying attention to it, um, it's it, it's it's very easy for it to for, for uh, current information to get away from you. But but yesterday, I mean, like even as part of what's been going on, you you saw the thirty year, uh, uh, yeah, six point three seven five percent. Oh, that's new. Is that from Morgan News Daily? Yes, six point three seven five. That's that's less than it was. So isn't that interesting that the Fed's rate increased, yet the mortgage rates decreased? Right, right. But we've talked about how they had been anticipating for, what, two weeks? 
that there was going to be a, a, a half point increase from the Fed. So uh, that had already kind of been baked into what I think they were expecting. So um, pot- potentially that's what happened. Uh, th- th- that is, th- that's fascinating because when I looked at it last, uh, which was at 7 this morning, um, it was at 6.45%. So it's oh, really? gone down so, okay. even more. Yeah. And 15-year, 5.875. Okay, so so listen, at 5.875, that's, that's really not a bad rate. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you could, you know, uh, a year ago lock in at 3%, um, and now you're at 5.875, do you want to do that? No. But 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 at least it, it we're getting now to the point where these rates are a little more palatable. Yes. And I think that's going to be the key because we need things to open up. We need more sellers. We've talked exhaustively how pretty much everyone listening right now is what? They're going through a divorce, someone died, or someone's relocating. Those yeah. are the three things that are, what percentage would you say of, of our sellers are, are doing that? 70? I was going to say 80. 80%? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, I really think it's, it, it's somewhere between 70 and 80%. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a, a, a lot of divorce, a lot of death, a lot of people moving outside of the area. If we can get that to like 50-50 with people who actually want to move, they yeah. want to yeah. get a bigger place, they yeah. want to downsize, they want to, you know, they don't have to. That's going to dramatically open things up, right? Right. And by the way, my apologies. Um, this I want to go back to something you were talking about yeah. just a moment ago. Um, so this decrease in um in the mortgage rate again, there is uh, a parallel that exists between the yield on the ten year Treasury bond and mortgage rates. You said that they had gone down um from six point uh, five five uh, yesterday down to six point three seven five. Three seven five is what um, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And um and sure enough, uh, the the ten year Treasury uh, rate. Dropped from three point ah. five nine yesterday to three point four eight. So um, yeah, um, so, so it, they do move in concert, and it really is an indication um, that although people aren't really excited about what what went on yesterday, uh, th- there's at least some expectation uh, that we may be getting onto the other and onto the other side of this. So I, I, d- I did see another. Um, I forget off the top of my head who said it, but another real estate expert that said it was. Um, kicking someone while they're down <laughs> was what that they referred to oh, that yeah, yeah. rate increase as. Which yes, but I like our spin on it better. Yeah, yeah it, it, well, and it, I do think it's an, it's an appropriate spin. So again, you know, the, the the word of the day for me, optimism. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So well, that's that would be uh, fantastic. It's going to be interesting to see, as you discussed earlier, with rates going down, that more buyers may enter the market again, but. Combine that with banks having to be a little bit more locked down on who they're approving, what that's going to mean for the buyer base that's out there. Right. Um, we're, I mean, think I, it's a wash. No, I I, I pause because it's 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 sometimes difficult when you start to talk about you know specific um, th- that kind of activity. Yeah. I always revert back to our team, and you know, I mean, we just have the privilege, and that we deal with people who have. Um, Good credit scores. Sure, we deal with um, you know a clientele that have um, you know necessary funds in order to secure uh, financing. So, um, but but in the macro, yeah, um, it's probably not a, not going to be a bad thing. I, I mean, yes, fewer people will be able to uh, to buy um, over the course of the next year, but I think that will be offset by the number of people who are going to re-enter the market. Sure. So, okay. and, and I mean, look what's going on with our team. This, I mean, it's, like, what what are we at? We're, we're, What's we're, the number? We're 11 million. That's insane. Um, and so, so I, over the course of the, I mean, what, what was it? Three weeks ago. Yeah. I was just, I was like, okay, like, you know, tighten your belt, um, you know, start returning, uh, you know, start walking the streets, grabbing cans to return, um, you know, for, for the deposit. We're going back to single-ply um, toilet paper. Yes, exactly. Ex- all of that. 
Um, and here we are. And um, so for those who are listening, um, thank you. I mean, uh, we, we are so grateful. Our, you know, it's still more than 80% of our business comes to us as a result of, uh, of referrals. And so for those of you who are referring business to us, we are so grateful. I mean, we, we will end this. We, will, we got another week to go. We will conclude this month uh, 12, 12 and a half million. That's down from the uh, 14.6 million that we sold last March. But my God, I mean, if we, you know, if our sales are only down 15%. It's like that in this market. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the market as well. And, and really, the only thing a seller can do to completely screw up, and that is botch your list price. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah yes. That is probably one of the only things that somebody right? can do. Pretty much. And, and uh, you know, don't have it ready for market. You know, have dishes in, uh, in the sink. I mean, it's really oh, hard. No, no, even if somebody's Probably not. <laughs> Somebody's got dishes in the sink. They haven't changed the cat litter. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, if, if the property is priced appropriately, and that is the game. We've talked about this over and over and over again. But listen, it's a cautionary tale. But let me just you know go through it. Let's dive into it. Um, so last year, I think that we had difficulty selling. Of the 250 transactions, we had difficulty selling two or maybe three properties. And by difficulty, I mean our clients didn't sell them for what they could have or should have as a result of our sellers not listening to our advice and overpricing uh, the property. Um, there's a corollary to that in that probably five or six times last year, there's one, I'll just, I'm not going to name names. No names. But no there names. is one agent in town. Mm-hmm. I don't lose out to anybody really. I don't lose out to people consistently when when it is that um, I'm being interviewed and other agents are being interviewed. But there is one agent in town that I lose out to almost every single time that I go up against her. And the reason I, I, I lose out is because this agent always, always comes in with a price that is dollars $50,000 higher than mine. Yep. And I know what she's doing. And everybody knows what she's doing, except for the sellers. The sellers are so impressed by this incredible number they've been given by this other agent sure. that they go with it. And sure enough, it just happened a few days ago. Property listed for sale. I came in with a price. This agent came with a price $60,000 higher. What ended up happening after 10 days? The sellers ended up lowering the price by $100,000. I don't think I've ever seen a price drop that high before. And 10 days in, it was dropped $100,000. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so, so the cautionary tale here is, um, and, and I've been seeing this for years, as a seller, you have two decisions to make. The first decision, who is the best agent? Uh, that who do you have a, a good relationship with? Who has the best marketing plan? Who has the best um, uh, uh, support staff? So support yeah. staff. No, no. Who, who has the best track record sure. in your yeah. neighborhood? Yep. Those are the things that you should be looking at. And when I say who has the best marketing, if somebody's marketing is straight out of 1995, <laughs> if there's no video attached, if she's using the same colors that she specific. was using <laughs> seems oddly specific. 28 years ago, and if all that she's doing is putting a sign up front and, and emailing 75 agents, 150 agents, that's not a good marketing plan. Yeah. Um, the flip side is... I did see the decrease email, though. That did cut through. I, I saw yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 that one did have some impact. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so the other decision that a seller has to make is uh, what price that they should attribute to a property. Um, and if you're listening, if, if you're interviewing several people, don't get caught up. I mean, think logically about these numbers. And if 90 
95, 98% of everything that's sold in the past two, three years has been sold as a result of, uh, of a bidding war. And you're being told that bidding wars don't work? Well, yeah. that okay. flies in the face of all logic. Sure. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just, just... Wait, Mark, how do you really feel? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so fed up uh, be, because it's, it's just, I'm just so tired of the dishonesty. I'm yeah. so tired of, uh, of, of people being taken advantage of. Sure. I mean, it, it, it really is. Ultimately, these people ended up selling the property for less money uh, than they should have, than they could have, if they had just done the right thing and mm-hmm. listened for the right price. There we have it. It's, again, it's the only thing a seller can do to screw up. Yeah, the only thing. I, it, 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 really, it really is overpricing your property, or being, or more specifically, um, being told to list your property for a particular price, not because the agent you're interviewing believes it's the right price, but because the agent um, giving you that price solely wants to list the property yeah. and then knows oh. that they've got you signed to a six month contract. Uh, get me out of here. Um, I, I can share my similar, not similar, great, but great, I, great, great. I, I, I ranted enough. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I hope. Do you feel better? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I do. Thank it's therapeutic. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cathartic for sure. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was like taking a nice laxative. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very important for sellers to also take into account that we can. The process is played out, like you said, Mark. Ninety-five percent of the time, properties are selling through these bidding wars, and the reason why these properties are getting the values that they are is because. They're priced at an attractive level to get as many people through as possible. Mm-hmm. I had an ex- a kind of an opposite experience. I told a seller what I felt their property was worth based on, you know, numbers and logic. And to get there, mm-hmm. you needed to be at this price. Right. And there was a bit of a, a disagreement there with what that number was. And you know, I said to them ultimately at the end of the day, it's your property. You can sell it for whatever you like, but um, I'm going to stand by the number that we have. Mm-hmm. And this is my recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, "Well, it looks like we're on a different page." So you know, I lost out on that listing. Well, yeah, because of that, but it's I, I believe in that number. <laughs> you know, well, and and as as we just described, you know, uh, given my story, um, ultimately it'll come back. And we're in this for the hey, we're doing this the right way. Sure, we're we're being honest. You didn't lie, and ultimately all of this comes back to us because it's not a short term game. Right, it really is a long term game. It would have and been easy to say, oh yeah, definitely gonna definitely gonna go for that number. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. get the listing, and then it goes the way that we know it's gonna go. Yeah, and no, not uh, not how we're gonna play it. Listen, I, we're doing just fine, and I'm thrilled by the way it is we conduct our business and the results that we enjoy as a result. So for sure, yeah. Um, all right, do you? I'm gonna give you an option option here because we've covered a lot of ground so far we can talk about gen z next week or we can talk about it now your call uh let's let's you know what I, let, let's go on to celebrity real estate is okay the next one yeah yes absolutely yeah, be, be, and the reason for it is a um there was a lot of there was a lot of detail in terms of our overview of, yes. of, of what happened with the federal reserve yesterday and b i mean people are probably exhausted by their rant <laughs> so um so we, we need we need to wrap this thing fair, up fair yeah, fair fair yeah. all right we uh we, we opened with this a little bit earlier in the lead here about what it would be like if you were Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's yep. um, agent because they have pulled out of yet another deal. Yeah, unreal. This is yeah. the third Think time? Think your mind. The third time they've done this? Yeah. So they originally had their sights set on a $55 million Bel Air estate that needed um, a little TLC in terms of, you know, like an A-list mm. uh, celebrity's home, obviously, but would have fit their family's needs. Um, but they moved on to a $34.5 million residence in the Pacific Palisades. That was actually near Affleck's uh, ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. So mm. co-parenting would have been a little easier. 
Um, then they decided to go back to the $64 million property that we talked about just a couple weeks ago. Um, and now they're apparently back at square one. How do they, how do they get through their days? My God. <laughs> do you think they're losing deposits every time this is happening? What? I, I'm sure that they're not. Yeah, their attorneys are figuring uh, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, they're far too savvy. Yeah. Um, so they are now, uh, they're now back on their house hunting um, well, there we go. Here. There we go. But again, you're right. If you know you're getting a thirty to sixty million dollars sale as an agent, oh, I'll wait, I, I'll wait I, it I out. would be more than glad to take up residence in LA right now. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, and again, to be in the presence of J Lo. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, another quick update. I know this is a property that you were a big fan of. The Jungle House for Siegfried and Roy sold for three million dollars. Wow. Someone actually bought it. Wow. Um, Somebody with very, very big hair. <laughs> it's, it's the owners of the Cardin International Circus. Oh, okay. Well, so it go. seems fitting. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. It was light. Sorry. Not a lot going on in Southern no, that, 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 That's great. You know, uh, that, that's great. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up for this week? Uh, I listed a great property on Thackeray earlier today. Uh, $500,000. Uh, really, really beautiful. Unfortunately, our videographer was out of town, so there's no ah. there's no video of that. Um, but we do have a reel up on our social media channels. Um, uh, actually, we got two uh, two birthdays. Oh, yeah. Jo- Josh Bartolotta's birthday ah, today. Yes, that's Josh right. from our team. And then um, tomorrow, Mark Crandall. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, two great friends and... Uh, God, I you know I, I texted Josh a little uh, earlier this morning, a little a little weepy eyed. Uh, uh, you know? yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, he's been know, on the team for how long? Yeah, I mean, it's I been mean, fourteen years. Wow, I mean, yep. yeah, yeah. So. You've, you've seen a bit of a uh, a change, <laughs> and, and so have they. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course, indeed. So that is growth. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up there. As always, get more of the website MarkSewick.com. We'll talk to you again next week. 